and I'll drink some water. Welcome to the Horror Junkies Podcast, the podcast where we discuss all things horror. I'm your host, Mike. I'm Pat. I'm Dylan. I'm Jorge. Hello. And hello, guys. It's We're back. It's been about three weeks. We're fucking live on YouTube, so this is weird because I can <laughs> see you guys on my left, and then I can also see you guys on my right. Happy New Year, everybody. Bro, I have so many videos and screens and things going on. I don't even want to talk about it. Screen, <laughs> screens and things come on down screens and things um so of course as we you know posted on our, our uh, social media a couple days ago we did do an entire two hour and something minute long episode um on what friday or thursday uh, and after that it's a fun day episode I, it's a dylan day, it's a day i don't had, like to talk about <laughs> dylan uh went to download it or convert it and notice that he forgot to put the SD card in. Yeah. Which is all good because if he had put the SD card in like he normally does, we wouldn't be live. So yeah. welcome to our first live YouTube slash podcast. Recording. Our first silver lining. Yes. <laughs> podcast. Wrong, not to salt the wound. But that episode was fucking fantastic. That episode was ridiculous. We fuck it. Um, two and hours. I hope of that we madness. remember half the. It shit was, that was okay. Said. Hopefully we can we can do it again. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> oh, no, really? oh. we're gonna get people in this fucking chat, and they're gonna give yeah. us some hot takes. Just real quick, if you're on our stream and you're listening, um, we are gonna talk about Scream Three and Scream Four, as well as we're gonna do Scream Five, the newest released. So Five there cream. will be spoilers throughout this entire episode without warning. Five cream. So five cream. Uh, if you haven't watched Screen Five, maybe stay Five around cream. for Screen Three and Four. But when we cut to the newest movie, you may want to dip out, go watch the movie, jump back into this video or the podcast, and then listen to the fun shenanigans we're going to talk about. Um, but before we do that, we, uh, we're going to start our new, our back, our new segment, New Year. It's our new sh- first show of the new year. Um, and I apologize because I got COVID and I also moved and then Patrick moved and it's been fucking busy. And then I just uh, sat here. And then George <laughs> just sat there. <laughs> just just waiting patiently for waiting. my friends to stop being too busy for me. <laughs> and I was here too. And <laughs> Dylan was here. Um, but we're going to bring back the new segment because it's a segment I think all four of us really loved. Um, and I think it's something that everyone else really enjoyed because we constantly get hit up with like, Hey, I hope you guys bring that segment back. I enjoyed getting some, you know, brief updates in the horror world. Um, with that, Pat, did you have anything, um, locked and loaded for the segment? I I got two. Do you want to talk about the trailers first and then? Yeah, let's do those trailers. The one that the ones that George don't watch. Uh, watch trailers. (laughs) Fuck it. Fuck it. it, Fight me, dude. The man has character. All right. We could all, we could uh, only be so brave. uh, My watch of Five Cream, a little movie 
trailer showed. This movie's called The Cursed. Did that play during your yeah. screening? Yeah, screening that, that's fucking wild. I didn't know that. Uh, dude, did I looked, that last so, week. Okay, so I <laughs> and right after the movie was over, I looked it up on YouTube and I couldn't find the fucking trailer. All that kept coming up was that uh was it Jesse Eisenberg movie? Cursed. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because apparently this movie had a title before it was called The Curse, and it was yeah. called Eight Eight for Silver, whatever. Which is a bad title. I think The Cursed is, a, for what I saw in the trailer, The Cursed makes so much more sense because we get a brief, brief shots of everything. It looks like there's vampires in this movie, werewolves, demons, a weird scarecrow. Scarecrows. That- there's all kinds of weird shit, so it makes sense they would call it cursed. And there's even a reference that says the land is cursed. Um, so I'm interested. They don't really give you an idea of what it, the movie's going to be really about, they right? Kinda, and it's a it's a period piece too. It looks like it yeah. takes, which is always in. good because period yeah. pieces always add on an additional layer because everything just feels old, old and creepy and dark and. Versus nice. like when you watch a movie that's in like a brand new home, it's like everything's sleek and shiny. It's scary, but the floors don't creak and there's not just, you know, garbage on the floor. Where's oh. the creaky doors? I need the creaky doors. doors. I love a good creaky oh. door. Oh, there's a werewolf in front of me. I better call the cops or something. <laughs> yeah, right, <laughs> right. There's there's no calling. There is. You are dead. If there's a werewolf in front of you, dead. Unless you become a werewolf after you survive the attack. Which, Which would I would be down for exactly. I'm just uh, now noticing. Fight me, please. I'm just now noticing my cat got in front of the, <laughs> got in front of the uh, yeah. webcam. Dude, Dracula's yeah. trying to steal the show, man. It's Literally. Cool. And so what's the so other trailer? He just wants attention. Hey, do you guys think that this cursed movie uh, might have something like a something kind of like Cabin in the Woods, maybe? Maybe I was thinking that too. Like it because it like it's just not like going to be what you think it is. At all, mm. even if you could like come up with like what you think the movie could be, because it's pretty hard. There's so many different elements in it, even from the trailer. So it's like, yeah, that's the only one I'm going to watch, by the way. I usually just watch no, yeah. the one. And then it's like once the third and fourth one have come out, then it's like they're running out. of. Oh, footage. yeah. That's when it's going to start. I'm guarantee <laughs> you again. during the like the second, third trailer. <laughs> yeah. <cat. laughs> yeah, uh, that's when that. things are they're going to start revealing what the plot is and whatever. But and I don't want to know first it. first trailer. Perfect. I don't want to know it because yeah. Cabin in the Woods. I don't want to know. And I, it looks fucking scary. Cabin so. in the Woods was like uh, one of my best theater experiences of all time because I. Which was? Well, it was one of them. I still think my. Is. <sighs> Cabin in the Woods. One of them definitely oh, was Cabin dude, in the Woods yes. because I watched the first trailer. Maybe I, I really went to the movies with just a bunch of friends and I was like, sure, it sounds, it sounds like a scary movie. I'll go see it. Dude, you want to hear my experience with it? Super okay. different. I was just like, so wow. I, I didn't go to the theaters. I watched it on. I think I pirated it. To be honest with you, uh-huh. <laughs> I'm telling. But okay, so I stopped right when um, Chris Hemsworth dies. Oh. So right before the movie reveals what the fuck's going on, yeah, so I said, "Fuck this movie." Just like it's just like a typical t- cabin in the woods movie. Went out to a party, came back home, and I'm like, "Well, let me finish it." And I finished. <laughs> it. I was like, "Oh shit, this movie's actually dope." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, legendary. Kevin was a fucking 
fantastic legendary movie. I think, movie. Oh yeah, yeah, one of these days we need to do an episode on it. Oh, I'd love we that. We haven't done an episode on that. No, but there are so many movies we have not done episodes on, and every time we discuss a movie that's not related to the topic of today's of the show, we're always like, we need to do an episode on especially that. Especially the like four of we us. We should start keeping a list. Yeah, especially the four. Especially Check the four of twice. us. Like. Haven't talked all about it, so there's definitely just so much stuff, so much stuff. Yeah, we have uh, a second trailer that we <clears> want to <throat> talk about: a A24 movie called X, the horror porno. <laughs> That's how I'm going to refer to it. So, my so, right. so is it a horror movie first, then a porno, or is it a porno? It's a and porno then a first, movie? and then a horror movie, because the whole point of the movie is these people are making a porno. And they go to literally the Texas Chainsaw Massacre house in the middle of nowhere to film said porno, and things start going really bad for them. So it's a no. porno movie about a movie being porno in a well, the man. Okay, no, no, it's not an actual porno. It's a film where they're a movie where they're making a porno, and then st- while they're making the porno, there are going to be horror elements involved. All right, now I'm going to present to you an idea for a show. <laughs> a, a month theme of porn parodies of horror movies that do exist out there. And you, do you guys want us to review those movies? <laughs> this is Patrick's. It'll be called. It, it's horror so junk- that he can watch. It's XXX horror junkies porn. at night. <laughs> oh, so the horror junkies at night. At night. <laughs> Um, well, a little sexier know, than that, Mike. <laughs> huh? A little sexier than that. <laughs> no, no, no. It's got to be the horror junkies. And night. <laughs> it's rumored that there's a killer clowns of outer space porn parody. Oh, I, I wouldn't yeah. be down Listen, to watch. I, I'm just trying to figure out what would we actually talk about. The plot, the forms, <laughs> and the sex. <laughs> you know, form. It's you know, very important. The people want to hear us talk about. Sonnets of the Clam parodies. Well, YouTube's I mean, about to cancel us any second. I so mean, if you, fine. I mean, to compare it to the source material, I don't see why not. Because yes, it's because it's 100%. like I'm down. To oh do that. yeah, if instead he, of Johnny Depp like, getting sucked into the bed, uh, Freddy Krueger fucks him in the bed, <laughs> and he, you know, <laughs> as one does, and <laughs> it, it just like it's like oh, this, this Hannibal, is, this Hannibal Lecter le- eats. I ate his ass with some fava (laughs) beans and a nice bottle of Chianti. (laughs) There might be a reason we've never live streamed before. It'll be an ass eating oh, scene. All you're gonna hear is so yeah. If you guys want to hear us talk about Silence of the Clams and stuff, other movies like that, Jesus Christ! By all means, please let us know. Jesus Christ! I'll do it if people want us to watch it. And not, and I like Dylan's idea of comparing it to the original source material. Yeah. Well, um, how faithful are these people? And we you we know? all got to watch it together, and the first one who gets a boner gets to get punched in that arm. <laughs> Oh God! Who's gonna be uh, the judge of that? <laughs> <laughs> we gonna have so like you guys a drone? Come to California? Is that what you're saying? Yes. yes. Okay. <laughs> to, right. to go to Halloween Horror Nights in um, California. I have a bit of uh, other news. Oh, uh, and then it'll segue to the show. Uh, Five Cream made over a hundred million. They Worldwide. really did. This it's movie wild. made a lot of fucking money. Made a lot of fucking money. Here, here it comes. 
Here it comes. <laughs> Scream we're getting, six, we're, seven, we're, eight, nine, and ten. Give me a give me another stick. This horse is still worth the beating. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus fucking Jesus. Christ. Um, one, two things I just wanted to point out, just because it always happens on our show, we will never, ever, ever stop bringing Guillermo, Guillermo del Toro up on our show until we get him on this oh, podcast. What? Ron Perman came out and said that he really fucking wants to make Hellboy three, and that he's not going to stop pressuring uh, del Toro to get it done because he says the fans deserve one epic final movie and he wants to be Hellboy one last time. Yeah, because that other one was not look, good. That remake was fucking trash. It was trash, dude. It was not oh good. Oh, God. It's one of those I movies that I off. wanted to like. Like, it's like, fuck, I want to like it, but like, I just, I can't. Like, they, nothing. I can't even convince myself to want to be tried. like, this is a like, good movie. We're going to make it rated R. And yeah, but they came out the week before Endgame. <clears throat> get the fuck out of here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah literally. Bad, bad planning. Not a good movie, but I, I hope this happens. I hope Del, I mean, Del Toro has so much swing now with the kind of movies he can make. Um, that Pinocchio animated show he's doing for Netflix looks super good. Yes, I'm and very I feel like it's gonna be really weird. Um, dude, dude, all right, so Hellboy 3 is it's gonna be like Shrek the third because <laughs> if you if you remember how Hellboy 2 ends, go on, yes, he's gonna have kids. <laughs> <sighs> Now that's a porn parody I paid to see. <laughs> okay, but you want to know what the real? But no, is. I want I want a third one. I do too. I, I really do. I love the original um, Hellboy uh, movies, and I would love uh, nothing more than a third movie, a fourth. A third the movie. second one set up a lot of shit that was we thought we were going to get a third one. Yeah, and that's what in the in the article I was reading. And if you guys want, it's just over a bloody disgusting. Ron Perlman talks about that. How like the second movie really did set up so much i love the second for, one i really um, do that's a comfort for movie third for me. movie and like he's like he's not wanting to do more he's like i think we should just do one more movie that's epic and gives a conclusion to the story that we were trying to tell let's get the hellboy trilogy fans let's just vote in and also yeah. let's change the name for the new screen movie to five cream <laughs> just putting that out there let's let's <laughs> oh, let's one, one noble um, cause at a time please <laughs> <laughs> but yeah that was the last thing i just wanted to bring up just because i we always bring up del toro in some fucking way of shape or form on this podcast well, it's up with del toro oh, what's up? Listen, del toro. the only the only news that matters is that it has been confirmed uh, it's official nicholas cage is goth Oh yeah, that's true. I forgot about Holy that. My fuck. prince, my prince. <laughs> that is the only fucking news that I am a goth. I've known it. I've known it. Yeah, I've known it. Are you ever, kidding me? Those ever outfits? since once bitten, dog. You, I knew it. <laughs> you all laughed at me. <laughs> <laughs> I never laughed at my voice. I got, I got it. I got it. Oh, right you want There it is. Oh, dude, I, hold on. Goth daddy. Oh God, where's where's Pat going? He's gonna go grab something. But what's funny is that I'm just waiting for. Uh, Nick Cage to now ascend to his uh, ethereal chambers and dark castle and shit since he is now a goth. He you is know what, dude? You know what? Fuck it. MCU Ghost oh, Rider shit. movie. Bring Nicolas Cage back. <laughs> Bring him back, baby. Bring Johnny Blaze back, dog. Yo, that's the, that's the Ghost that's Rider we fucking candle? want. That's yeah, let me buy that DeVito off you. Just do, just do Blackheart correctly this time. Exactly. Um, but let's get into the fucking the, the content of today's episode. Uh, we watched all three of these movies. Um, and, and what a blast. As you guys all know, I'm an avid Scream fan. Uh, the first one we're going to talk about is Scream 3. It's not my favorite Scream movie, but I do enjoy it from time to time. It's just something I don't 
put on regularly. Um, as you know, uh, Wes Craven directed this movie. He didn't have his companion writer on this film. He had a different uh, writer, uh, Aaron Kruger, which is hilarious. Fucking uh-huh. they, yeah. they just had to. <laughs> How about like, that? All right. Well, if we're um, not getting, if we're not getting this Kevin makes Williams, sense. If we're not getting Kevin Williamson back, we're gonna get Aaron Kruger. <laughs> um. So you know, two thousand movie. So two thousands was a weird time for horror. And uh, in the Scream Three movie, a, a new film is currently in production, and a killer is on the loose again. The murders draw a reporter, ex-cop, and young woman. So we're talking Dewey, Gale, and Sydney to the set of a movie inspired by their life, their life, which I believe in this film, if I'm not mistaken, is Stab Three, right? They're they're, yes. they're okay, yes. yeah, Stab Three. Yeah, uh, they'll soon find out that they're dealing with a trilogy, and in a trilogy, anything can happen. Um. So, I mean, Scream 3, you know, who wants to start the discussion? I have, okay, not about the movie, but the movie inside the movie. The movie inside the movie. So, Stab so, 3. So, in so, the so, movie. St- so, Stab 3, right? Is the story that happened in the first movie, right? Or is it uh, correct? So, then what the fuck happened in Stab 1 and 2? You know what? That's a really good fucking question. It, it, the title of the stab three is uh, back to um, wherever they're from. You know what, though? Maybe it's them going back. Why the fuck would uh, they go back? But it's also ridiculous. Yeah, <laughs> I'm trying to figure out. I'm looking at the wiki link for stab. Wait, because stab one and two were basically like mimics. Of it's Sydney's story. They're all, yeah. all three of them has, were Sydney's story. Yeah. So let's see. So from, ba, 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 talking about screen three. Now we're just trying to, find the, they're, they're yeah, trying to find the right. <laughs> I, I, I can't find the remember what, what is going movie. on. And yeah, I mean, I think it's like a return back to Woodsboro type of thing, which is great. Scream, Scream three, they they don't go back. They're Correct. they're, they're in Hollywood. Hollywood. Um, you know, I like I said, this is not my favorite Scream movie. It's one of my. It's usually on my last. It's like number five on my list. Um, right. I still enjoy it. It's just like out of the five movies to choose from it's the one i picked the least um i mean they do cool things like like i think I, in our discussion two you know three nights ago the the them building up the set of cindy prescott's house and using that as a tool in the movie is really cool um i just think that there was just really dumb ideas that they did in this movie and i don't know i just i i feel like the who done it was good but not as great as before. And the overall ending story arc of who it is, I don't really like it. It makes sense when you think of the movie pattern where you look at Scream, where it's Billy Loomis and Stu. Scream 2, you have Billy Loomis's mother. And, and then, Mickey. And Mickey. And then in Scream 3, you have, which is another thing I don't like, is they have one killer instead of two. And it's her long lost half brother Roman. Is it Roman or Ronan? Roman. Always... Would you say Dylan? Roman. Roman. Yeah. So I, I I feel like I get it what they're trying to do, but like I don't know. It doesn't it doesn't work for me in this one? Wait, I mean, like, no, again, it's a fun right. movie, but I just yeah. But they say anything goes in a trilogy, right? That's true. Anything so goes in a trilogy. It's like you can follow your own rules, but it's a trilogy, so they're literally emphasizing on it. So they're literally, that's exactly what they're doing. Yeah. No, exactly. Yeah, and George nailed the, it. 
the, the, the original idea for the third movie one was uh, they were supposed to bring Stu back. Yep. He was supposed to be an influencer to these kids that do the killing. Another one was that it was it was going to be uh, Roman and the girl that plays Sydney in the Stab Three movie. When you watch Stab Three, you kind of could tell like there's uh, some uh, red herrings towards her mm-hmm. that point out that she could potentially be the killer. It's Joni. I think they I think they changed it last minute. There's a joke in the in the movie that was happening in real life that there was three separate uh, scripts throughout Hollywood of Scream Three and Stab Three. That was a real thing. Yeah, because he filmed three different endings. Like this movie has three different endings. We got one, and we'll probably never get the second and third one. We'll never be. Able, we'll never get to see them. We. W- I would have to check uh, the DVD special see if there's like any. I don't like, think because. Yeah, I don't. Think I know. I know there's there. some for four that have. They have like a lot of deleted scenes. Yeah, but I don't know about three. It's just I feel like when you. I mean the 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 weird thing is that and Dylan, I mean you announced it to us already, uh, but what are your thoughts on Scream Three? Oh, oh yeah, this is Dylan's favorite one. <laughs> uh, well, no, but it's yeah, close. His one. It's close. um okay i've said i've said it to you guys uh but i'm gonna say it um to everybody uh i never really gave a shit about scream it's not and it's not anything that i don't think it's a good movie obviously what it did for the genre at the time is astronomical can't be denied it's just fact but for me i would by the time i that movie came out and i was able to see it I uh, I was into different type of stuff. I was watching like Halloween, Phantasm, People Under the Stairs, Silver Bullet, stuff like that. Like older uh, movies. People Under the Stairs is such a good movie. Yeah, like uh, yeah. just older movies. My mother was showing me and stuff at the time, and I, I mean I was super young. I always joke with my mom about it, and she hates it, but it's true. It's maybe who I am, and I like that. <laughs> um, having said that, I've always heard Mike say how bad Screen Three is, so I went into Screen Three with the lowest of expectations I could possibly set for myself. And boy, howdy, did I have the best time of my life watching a screen movie. <laughs> it he was great. Like, Jay and Silent Bob are in this movie? I yeah, yeah. <laughs> anything can happen. Anyone can show up, which I like a lot. And it just doesn't take itself too seriously. And a screen movie never fucking should. No, it's never I, should I take itself seriously. That. It has, in my opinion, the best opening to a Scream movie next to the original. Uh, <laughs> because 100% no, it's fucking fantastic. It is fantastic. Yeah, it's one of my... I, I'm telling you, dude. Yeah, the movie theater scene is probably... Oh, damn, I forgot about that one. You're right. Uh, yeah, me too. That's, that's a classic cotton, one. Cotton but the cotton one is so hurt. fucking good. <laughs> And I just think Liv Shriver is an amazing actor to begin with. Yeah. Um, but, oh, yeah, if you hear a humming in the background, my cat's litter box is cleaning itself. And I dare not shut the door for uh, the wrath he will incur upon me when I leave this <laughs> studio will be unlike anything you've ever seen before. Anyway, um, I love this fucking movie. And if anything, I'm the only thing I didn't like in this movie is my girl, Parker Posey, got killed when honestly if this movie would have been made instead of scream five then they i guarantee you parker posey would have lived so we would have got the buddy detective parker posey courtney cox gale to gale fucking solving mysteries and murders and cold cases 
And it, you know just, how much better four and five would be if they just kept her like, like okay, oh, I, get, I, 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 get I actually it. like that. Yeah. Thought. Yeah. I actually do agree with you. I, I was like, man, I, I just love Parker Posey as a comedic actress. I mean, if you've ever seen Best in Show or Days of Confused, you know that she's just fucking classic. I love Parker Posey. Um, hopefully she's listening so that she hears this. Uh, but <laughs> I digress. Um, it's just such a such a fucking fun movie for me to watch. It's the funniest. Uh, kills are still fine for me. Not the best, but whatever. Uh, the twist, like George said, anything can happen. So it does make sense because I said it on the last thing before I fucked everything up. Uh, <laughs> Sydney's mother, her backstory connects all three movies. You find something yeah. out about her every single movie that reveals something else so it's like sydney finds things out about her mother in every movie so why wouldn't she be like of course my mother didn't fucking tell me i had a bastard half brother and then shit would fucking go off the rails but for me it works it works because it's it's scooby-doo dog i don't don't hate that i think that really uh bothers me when you look at the first two is the interactions between the killer and Sydney. Right. So, you know, in the first movie, oh, yeah. Billy Loomis is Sydney's boyfriend. <laughs> we have so many interactions between them. It's the same with Stu. Right. In the second movie, Billy's mother is a reporter who is interacting with Gail a lot, who is yeah. sometimes around Sydney, has interacted with Sydney a couple of times. And also, the- she would have known Billy. It's you know, she's, you know, so I like that. And I feel like that's where this this movie really disappoints me and why the ending really doesn't make sense is because I think there's only a brief moment where Roman and Sydney interact in this film. Not even. Not even. No, yeah. Not at all. I'm, I'm trying wistful thinking. It's she, literally, the end. She, she literally just goes to the house and she's like, all right, where is he? And yeah. he's like, ha! And she's like, who the fuck are you? <laughs> they, who they, are literally, you? they literally picked the killer like out of a hat. They put a bunch of names in a fucking hat like. on set, and they're just like, huh. and they're like, okay, well, this is the killer. All right, everybody, you know, because I do like, I do like the idea of them. If they would have had two killers, it being the girl playing Prescott in the movie, working with Roman, to right? Kill no, that would have been cool. And, and having it be the director who's directing Scream Three, because he's yeah. one sabotage in his own movie, but also the the rules in this movie is that it's following the script, so people are dying as yeah. they die in the script. That's uh, fucking cool because he's the only one that knows which script is the real, the real script. Exactly. Yeah. Um, you know, we get the god awful Courtney Cox bangs in this movie. I don't know if she did that to herself by accident because I feel she like pissed two, somebody off. I just feel like 2000s was the year everyone was trying to give themselves bangs. Um, so I think I think she she there's no way a professional hairdresser fucked up that hair. There's no way they would never work in Hollywood again. Because that is by far the worst hair I've ever seen, <laughs> and and it's so funny because it, sh- it just became a meme after all these years because how yeah. bad the bangs are. Oh no, man! I've seen a lot of episodes of the Grand Ole Opry. I've seen some terrible hair, man. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! Oh, listen. You know what? I'm glad I fucked that episode up so we could do this because there was a point that I came to, and I didn't bring it up with you guys because I wanted it to be so fresh to you guys. This movie did something so important and we didn't talk about it. And I don't think I've ever heard anyone bring this up. And so I don't know if anybody's noticed this, what? but Uh-oh. we do get a Randy. A we, we do get a Randy 
character in Scream 3, but no one noticed. Fucking uh, Tyson, the black actor. He's a oh, Randy. He's the Randy yeah. for black people and explaining uh, like how they let's always like, you know, oh, we ain't going in there. Yeah. It's like, well, we don't do that. It's always the black guy that does this. It's always the black. He's the Randy that you know explains African-American black horror movie stereotypes. Right. <laughs> that is so fucking and that is super fucking important to give that yeah. a point of view because it's super. I mean, God, Richard Pryor had that joke saying he said if, yeah. if the exorcist with black people would be 15 minutes long that voice would <laughs> yeah. be like get out and they're like all right bye <laughs> like we ain't sticking Fit around yeah so it's like it's important to have that uh perspective especially from a black actor to explain it like this is what always happens it's like like they get a perspective they get their own randy in this movie but he's so unique and different and I think that propels screen right. three for you me don't even upward. think it's Randy because we still get a Randy scene in this movie, but yeah, it, you're absolutely right when it comes to you know, you you know, I didn't even think about that. And I think no, it's either. because my clouded hatred of the the way the story has been written <laughs> and portrayed, I just black out and forget like that he's actually a character who who has these conversations. Yeah. Um, which is actually really important. No, Dylan, that's a good catch. And I actually really don't ever hear people mention that. Um, which could say a lot of things about that, but thank right. you, Marilyn. Right. I, I mean, we also think Dylan did. deleted the episode on purpose ah. just just so Mike would have <laughs> enough time to turn heel and go. You know what? Screen three is actually a good. Listen, movie. I, no, we talked about this in the last the previous recording or X recording. I, it's not like I don't like. I'm like never watch Scream three. It's no, you watch it like I you watch, watch it, uh, but it's just like. I, I don't enjoy it as much as I enjoy watching Scream or Scream I, 4. I watch Scream 3 the same reason I watch, like, Batman and Robin. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Whoa, whoa, what do you, what do you, George Clooney <laughs> got the nips. Yeah, the good times, <laughs> especially yeah, when you're stoned. Time. Yeah, the good uh, Batman Robin's but a no, good But no, this watch. movie introduces a cool element to Ghostface, which is the voice changer. Yeah. So therein lies, like, he kind of fucks with people with that and there's... Uh, I think it's Dewey and Gail to the house because she he voice changes his voice to be Sydney. Yeah, which is cool because it's never that's never been done before in the Scream series is him using other voices to fuck right. with people. Um, Missed opportunity movie, though he didn't use uh what's his face's voice, uh Crunk, uh Patrick Patrick Warburg. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Patrick Warburg. like an Arby's night. The tick. The tick. Don't ask me. Um, ask I, the I eight watched ball. it uh, a couple of days uh, after we talked hey, about the last Peter. episode. I rewatched it, and I do enjoy the mansion party, like, uh, in like the ending, in, in, the ending of the film where they're in the the mansion. Cindy's there. Everyone's running around trying to hide in this giant fucking mansion, and there's all these cool movie props. Um, I love that. I love the fact that Jane Silent Bob are in this movie because it feels like just because it's a Miramax film, Kevin, uh, this is around the time I want to say that uh, Jane Silent Bob Strike Back was being made. So it would make sense that they're in Hollywood um, and yeah. they walk they're, on set and we're they're just in like, the lot. yeah. Well, if you think about it, they're on, they're on set. No, this makes sense. I'm, no, I'm remember, remembering okay. Jane Silent Bob when okay, they were on set the Bob. screen and there's the fucking monkey, monkey. in the ghost face yes. outfit. <laughs> I and then he said that <laughs> she's like, fuck, what's Graven? And he's there on set. It's, a, it's a, just a monkey. It's been the monkey I, the whole time. <laughs> it's been a monkey. 
It, um, it is the most underrated crossover. We love that. Literally, I just thought about it. I was like, wait a minute. I'm like recirculating like Jay and Silent Bob strike back in my head. I'm like, wait, there's a whole scene in that movie where they're on set of a horror movie and yeah. it's literally stab three. And they just put the fucking monkey in the ghost face. And the monkey June. was to kill. Oh my god! It's a shared universe. Oh my it's god! <laughs> Wait, so does that kept- mean? So does that mean Tusk also lives in the same universe? Yes. yes. Listen, I need to. I'm gonna tweet. I'm gonna at Kevin Smith, and I'm gonna be like, "Yo, we can only assume at this, this point happened, that the Scream universe it ties Jane in with Silent the Kevin Bob Smith universe." Hmm. This means that the Kevin Smith universe of films now ties in with. Uh, it's the Scream franchise, so everything's going on at the same That's time. That's amazing. So you tell <laughs> Scream one so and tell, you tell me chasing Amy happened. Chasing <laughs> in the same chasing universe. Amy, Cindy Prescott. Uh, <laughs> nah, that's a bit of a reach. Nine eleven. I get it. Q was right. He was right. <laughs> I wonder what um, Q thinks of Scream three. <laughs> I do like that. Um, no, I don't. You know, I don't want to fucking know. <laughs> for kind of a, you know, an earlier spoiler, to Mark, you know, we see that that kind of that love interest does blossom into something later on in the future for Sydney. Um, but I don't know. I mean, I mean, like it's, it's it, we're going to do our lineup for screen movies at the end of the show. So I'm not, I mean, everyone already knows this at my end, but whatever. Uh, anyone else want to talk about Scream 3 or want to jump to Scream 4? I'm just going to say uh, Scream 3 to me is not 100% cotton. Uh, it is, <laughs> But I'm moving it up actually from the original score I gave it. It is 85% cotton. 85%. I'm giving it an 85. 85. An 85. It's a, it's, it's that a, uh, well, that it's may a, be the highest ranking I've given something. A, it's, a diff, it's a dual blend. It's 85% cotton, 20, 25% uh um, or no, fifteen percent. Excuse me, uh, polyester. Silliness. Math. <laughs> you were right the first time. No, five percent. Yeah, no, eighty-five. 85 plus twenty-five. See now, I, now, now we're are we both high? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my Rams bogged down right now. I'm fucking. I can't do no math. <laughs> All right, George. How many uh, knives Ooh. thrown at Dewey's head do you give this? Oh, poor Dewey. <laughs> no, it's a uh, scream. Three gets. Three Courtney Cox bangs out of five. Yeah, boy. Yeah. That, is, that is the official score oh, for God. Scream Three. Those <coughs> poor God. bangs. Sorry for all the coughing, people. Still got the COVID. So fucking you kill s- me. You sick bastard. I know. I'm sorry. I'm trying to get better. Be done not... waiting. Fucked up. All it's right. Been almost fucking 12 days. All right. Let's move on to one of my favorite movies. Of all, like, in it's always in my top five. Uh, screen four, there's only there's, there's only top five. <laughs> there's only top. Five. I'm just kidding. Um, 2011, so we are 11 years, a full decade and one year after the release of Scream Three. This time, we got Wes Craven, of course, and we're talking about that later. We, you know, this is one of those franchises where Wes Craven was like, I'm gonna be involved for all four of my movies. No ifs, ands, and buts, which is the greatest thing that's ever happened because I feel like once movies, we look at other franchises like, you know, Friday the 13th and Nightmare on Elm Street and Hellraiser and all everything that has a fucking part nine. Um, there's so many different directors, there's so many different writers, 
Um, right. I get a lot of those are very standalone, and Scream is an overarching story arc that uh, that well, we once uh, believed that was ending at going to end at Scream Four. Mm. Um, I think for a while they thought they were going to end with three, and then came out with four. Yeah, there's such a huge gap in between, and I think it's mostly because like he's they're not going to make another Scream movie unless it's necessary and needed for the genre. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, and I think about I'm trying to think about. 2011 and what was coming out at that time some <laughs> <laughs> no the, um, that's the remake era that's when remakes started happening that's true so um, i think that's when we got Cabin in the woods paranormal activity three fright night came out uh um, that's a remake your next came out cabin in the woods did you cabin say in the that? woods i said i think i said that um wasn't the nightmare on elm street uh, remake came out in... Yeah, you know the Thing remake came out in 2011. Yeah. Your Next oh, came out. That's a great movie. Uh, <laughs> Human Centipede 2 came out. I mean, like, it, had a, it was a very weird year for horror. Um, not, a lot of good, Park not a lot of good stuff. Out. Not a lot of good Fair stuff. Paranormal Activity 3? What'd you say? Paranormal Activity 3 was Not good, a lot of so. good stuff. Yeah. Um, but real quick, just so you know, the storyline of Scream 4, because if you probably watched it as many times as I, you you forget and you gotta be reminded. In this movie, fucking Sydney Prescott is now an author of a self-help book, returns home to Woodsboro on the last stop of her book tour, where she reconnects with Sheriff Dewey and Gail, who are now married, as well as her cousin Jill and her aunt Kate, which is Sydney's mother's sister. Unfortunately. Sydney's appearance also brings about the return of Ghostface, putting Sydney, Gail, and Dewey, along with Jill and her friends, and the whole town of Woodsboro in danger. AKA the Angel of Death is, has returned, and people are getting murked already. Um, Whoa. Yeah. How'd you like that? It's fucking abosh. Um, I love this opening se- sequence because. Oh, yeah. It was done on purpose to allow us to see where the stab universe has gone while making, I think, fun of the fact that it hasn't stopped and there's steam, there's stab three, four, there's stab five, six, and seven. And stab five is the worst in this this run because it has time travel and some shit in it. Um, which I wish we got in our original. <laughs> right, that would have been wild. Well, I mean, there is some type of time travel. I'd watch that. In the fifth one. But we won't mention that till later. <laughs> we didn't even bring up the fact that Sydney sees her fucking mother in Scream Three, oh, yeah. um, which is very important plot information for Scream. Which, by the way, honestly, that scene where her ghost mom came up to the window and talked to her—that's the most scared I've ever been watching a Scream movie. <laughs> I'm not even well, lying. Yeah, that shit was—that shit was spooky. <laughs> yeah, no, I, and I think because Wes Craven has done such great films, he has that ability to just like tap into the genre in a different way that makes a certain scene and screen feel like a more ghosty haunting horror movie. Yeah. I did like um, that. I, I, I mean, I liked it, but yeah. Right. I scream four but, for me is, four. is fantastic. It's, I it's, it's, remember when it came out, mm-hmm. I literally was, I was just moving all my DVDs into a, like a big giant DVD case. Cause I have too many. Um, and I was pulling out and I had my no screen four in the sleeve. Uh, and it had the uh, digital code still in it and everything. So I was just like very nostalgic earlier today. I was just like, I remember when I bought this, like back in 2012. <laughs> but before anybody says anything about Scream 4, 
Emma Roberts. <clears throat> Yo, Emma Roberts. She's great. Killed it. Yeah. I think kills that- this movie. Surprise, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I uh and we did talk, we talked about this, but I mean, of course, Emma Roberts, I think, is someone that loves the genre. And it's evident with her later projects. So we have Scream 4, we have Scream Queens, we have American Horror Story, which she's involved in a lot of seasons. Um, the Black Coat's daughter. Uh, it's very clear that to me that if that Emma Roberts loves this genre and really does like the movie she does they're really good in the tv shows like the black coat's daughter if you've never seen that movie is such a hell of a ride and you don't know like what's going on until like towards the end and then when it hits you in the face you're just kind of like this movie's metal as fuck it's one of my favorite of the last decade that just passed is definitely like if i had to pick a top 10 of the last decade it would definitely make that list it might even make my top five honestly i really do love that movie it's so fucking good never Um, seen it well we'll do an episode you know what fuck it let's do cabin in the woods and black coat slaughter it's a weird combo but well after dylan's that, week well yeah after dylan's well week. you know i'll come up with yeah. some stuff and then yeah I'll, we'll play it we'll play it out we'll play it out it's um, gotta match the theme of that episode <laughs> <laughs> it needs to have a damn thing hey who are you talking to all right i'm king theme over here all right come on <laughs> i don't know i mean i like I like that Scream 4 because it's the era of like we're starting to see social media really take form and people are starting to do more on the internet. You know, Wes Craven was really smart on utilizing technology in the movie. And I think, Pat, you brought up a really cool um, point when we were discussing how he like, he guessed the future of like where we would be. Was that you or was that Dylan or was that George? I can't remember. I think it was Dylan. Uh, yeah, I, was- said, I think I said something on it. No yeah. one brought it up, but I think we all kind of thought it when we were watching this movie. Yeah, yeah, we all like, thought at that it time, for sure. Social influencers and that kind of stuff weren't wasn't really a thing. What are we doing right. now? Yeah. yeah, look at what we're doing now. Literally, uh, they were fucking uh, Charlie, not Charlie. Was his name Charlie? I can never remember. Charlie and um, Robbie. Charlie and Robbie. Right. Robbie was literally live streaming his fucking high school experience uh, for his fans, and what a weird thing that As we're we doing that right five now. fans um but i i like i love the opening you. we only have five four. fans <laughs> i love you know um how the movie sets up itself i love that we see sydney she's grown up you know dewey's grown up he's the sheriff of this town he's married to gail um which dylan is very happy about it's my favorite iteration of gail and dewey as a couple yes same i, I agree um do yeah, because Scream, Scream Four, he's the sheriff. Yeah, yeah, and uh, I, I just feel like there's a balance of power there now mm-hmm. because Gail's always been the important one, kind of, or and now Dewey has a lot has more responsibility. Now he's yeah. the one everyone looks to, and Gail still tries to treat him like he doesn't, you know, have that kind of authority. But I mean, then again, you know, Dewey for four movies has been constantly slipping on banana peels over and over again. Like, <laughs> that's just a fact. What is it? He's <laughs> no. stabbed uh, nine times, I think. I think all in all, he's been stabbed like nine times. Yeah. But I agree, Dylan, because like, and that's something like, I, you know, we, I feel like sometimes when we do our shows, we get really into the weeds of certain things. But like, you're absolutely correct. Like that whole power structure of where Gail is 
writing the success of the first book um, that she wrote about Sydney's mom and Cotton and all that kind of stuff. Um, and she's writing fiction now. She didn't really like, I think she didn't like the reality check that came with writing such a, you know, personal story. Right. I think it was new to her and she didn't know how to handle it. But then, you know, she jumps right back into her old Gail Weathers self, you know, channel fucking six news. And she's telling Beauty, we solved the first murders. Like, why aren't we working together? And it's like, he's the sheriff now. He's not, the, he's no longer. Yeah, no, she's, 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 she's getting like some power trip out of it because she's exactly. Writer's block. Yeah. Well, and Dewey, she's like, oh, Dewey, do Dewey is torn. If we, solve the, if we break the code in this one, I'll have another book sign yeah. in and another. Book exactly. Deal, I'll make money and then Dewey can fuck us capitalism. Dewey uh Dewey is uh between a rock and a hard place in this movie because he's bound by two things. Let's love and he's bound by honor for his job. Like he wants yeah. to be a dependable and sheriff and he doesn't <laughs> but he just doesn't want to let his wife do whatever the fuck she wants because it's dangerous. But then again, exactly. Dewey doesn't do anything ever really anyway. <laughs> so I mean, he's he's got. I mean, it just offers a different perspective. Plus, I think they're the most in love with each other in this movie, and well, I do, and I just love it. I just love like that romance, that romantic side of it, and just like how simple Dewey really is. But like, he's brave, and Gail loves him for that because Gail's very intelligent, but like knows he's a good person, and like you really feel right. that between the characters in this one. So I there really is feel a like lot the chemistry is the best building. And- yeah that happens in this movie that hasn't taken place in the original three. I mean, there was good, yeah, the, there's character development, but I feel like we start to actually really draw ourselves more into these characters because now we see them a little bit older. And that's another I reason think. why I hate scream five. Well, it's because they're legacy <laughs> characters at this point. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'll, I'll get it. I'll get into that for the next one. A little spoiler yeah. there for yeah. you there on, I, on how I feel about it. But I feel, I do feel like that Gail and Dewey not since scream one when they met and they're both like not so sure about how each other feel about each other. So they're doing what everyone does. And it felt so real in the first movie. Now mm-hmm. the fourth movie, you could really tell there's been, there's that age that that fourth movie age where it's like, they've loved each they're other for veterans. a long time. Like, yeah. So like, even in their relationship, like, you've been through shit. I've been through shit. Been through shit. Yeah. We, so they have strong bonds shit together. So they have strong bonds, which is another yeah. reason why I hate the fifth movie. But, and I didn't realize that till after the show, I fucked up. So I'm glad I fucked the show up again. <laughs> uh, no, I honestly, I always think that it's hilarious when we fuck up a show, we always come back and there's like, it's never the same conversations. It's always different. Well, it's because we just spent an hour and a half like spitting shit back and forth. So, like now, like we went into like the podcast thinking one way about a movie, going out, going, "Holy shit, fuck, I was wrong." The they whole changed time. my like, goddamn oh, thought process. But I mean, something that I mean, yes, Scream Three gave us a Randy um, for a little bit. One thing that Scream Four did really did that stood out a lot more was they gave us a new Randy, aka Kirby. Yeah, uh, and they they gave it they 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 sprinkled that around with a lot of different characters too. Yeah. Kirby, yeah, Kirby, everyone Kirby. in this movie knows horror movies. <laughs> exactly, it's very it's it's a, you know it, everyone's like we're talking about horror. I mean, Charlie and Robbie pretty much the movie club is a horror club. Yeah, exactly. Then, we're skipping the tutorial. We're yeah. going straight to chapter one. <laughs> Literally, but um, the it, it is Kirby. And it's interesting. It's great that they did. They put that as, as a female thing, you know, as a yeah. female role. Like she's the new Randy. And I wish they brought her into the newer movie. 
I wish, you know, because we have the legacy characters. Scream right? 6. Yeah. And we have so many other good side characters in the other movies that either have fake outs or they actually did die. Kirby, they did confirm in the first movie that she's not dead. Yeah. She Why has not? a whole video on YouTube I think I, explaining I, I, her survival of the events right. of Scream 4. No, and, you know, we have, again, we have the legacy characters, but it's like, man, would it be cool if we can bring other characters from the other movies into continue in the franchise? Yeah. Such like Kirby or um, other Gale Weathers. If no, she I, was I, honestly, mother, dude, I really think that the Gale and, the Gale, and Gale like combo team solving mysteries would have been fun as hell. I'd have loved uh, every minute of it. Gale and Gale connection. Yeah. Um, <clears> but no, I mean, like this movie, I feel like Scream 3, the kills were okay. They weren't as brutal as Scream 1 and 2. Um, Scream 4 was like, no, no. This one aren't that remember. I'm trying to remember the kills. Uh, the first, I mean, besides the entry, entry kill, which is a real parallel to um, the Drew, Drew Barrymore kill, um, the next big kill is the oh, uh, girl uh, in the Jill's friend, her neighbor, who was, and they literally watch her get slashed yeah. and diced. He like when he says, I'm going to turn your insides out and I'm going to gut you like a fish. No. Oh boy, did this ghost face gut her like a oh, fish. Oh, wait, no, this one has good kills. The fucking yeah, Scream 3 has the less stabs him, in, stabs him in the forehead. Remember yeah. that one? That was, and I'm dead. <laughs> I'm dead. <laughs> I'm dead. Um, I, I love the kills in this movie, and I think it brought back a more. I think it not the only bring back um, like the carnage, but it really set the right. tone for like this ghost face. This ghost face is about ripping and slashing, non stopping, like overkill, just pure overkill Dude, when it came to killing these people. Spoiler, but fucking Emma Roberts kills her own fucking mom. You literally threw a mail slot. Yeah, <laughs> mail slot. She said, "Bitch, <laughs> <laughs> you got mail." <laughs> she said, "She said something too, like half-assed, like sympathetic too, right?" She was right. Uh, yeah, she's like, I, I, "I killed my own mom." <laughs> she's like, oh, mom. She was like, "Huh?" Emma Roberts sold it. I mean, like the the. I remember first watching this movie and not knowing who the killers were, and having a hard time trying to figure out who they were. They did you know, such I, a I, good I, job at mm-hmm. making you second guess your picks throughout the whole film. I never would have thought it was Jill. No, never. I, Even dude, knowing this... that I know about Scream, how it's someone, someone who's always related or really tied close to Sydney Prescott. Mm-hmm. Never thought I would. In a, I did not think it was going to be Jill. It blew I didn't. Me away. I, I didn't mention this last week. I forgot I did this. So when Scream Four came out, I went to go see it in theaters. And my friends are like, so who's the killer? And I fucked them. I said, oh, it's Dewey. <laughs> They're like, I remember How? that hype that everyone wanted Dewey to be. I wanted remember Dewey. that because everyone wanted Dewey to turn to the killer. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. He got crazy because his sister died in the first movie. And then he yeah. started killing people. Which I, If, if that would have happened in five, I would have been fine with it. No, fuck out of here. <laughs> do, we, do we be in the killer? Hey, hey, dude, I will stand to be in the fucking he, killer, bro. He fucking much- heel turn of the fucking century. That would be. That would be. I mean, what would be his motive? <laughs> that's very. Uh, I mean, blaming Sydney Prescott for the death of her sister, the death of Randy, yeah, the death of all their he, friends. He didn't, he didn't show any care in any of the movies. No, I know. Yeah. I, it, it would be a far stretch. Very hard. They would have to bury that seed a while ago for make that to happen. But but I will bring this up though for you guys and anybody that's watching. Would this movie 
have been as good without Emma Roberts in it. I mean, and her ability uh, to switch on and off. She's, I mean, she's certainly not the only actress who's able to do that, but I do feel like, you know, when it comes to that kind of thing, maybe it's a needle in a haystack type situation. Uh, right. But I mean, I do, I do think she did a really, really good job, um, which, uh, she does the same thing that one of the killers does in Scream Five for the audience. I feel like, but for me, it was reversed because right. uh, their career trajectories have been rever- or like kind of polar opposite in a weird way. Mm-hmm. I'll explain more. Uh, just don't let me forget. Right. <laughs> I will explain no, more for Scream Five. Her motive yeah. is that she just wants to be Sydney Prescott. She wants to be the next. She wants final to be the movie. yeah. It's her turn. What you know. It's her turn for fucking fame and money and all that right, other yeah. shit. She doesn't and necessarily care about horror movies or the. No, she's yeah. not a fan or anything like that. She just wants to. That's not why live she in, needed uh, a Sydney fan. Shadow anymore. That's why yeah. she Charlie needed a fan. Charlie is the actual the the buff. Yeah, um, because we can see that when they're at yeah, Kirby's he, house, he, he's like, he, "Oh man, he, these he, are good he, picks." Right. He's this. He, he's in a similar sense. He's two. Yeah. He's in, yeah in, exactly in the, in the two duos. There's always because the there's always the brain and then the bronze and exactly even and not only that movie. this movie is a reboot in the sense of the screen series not really it's because we get the discussion about reboots in this movie right um, so we're t- we're th- we're seeing um, him you know paralleling Stu where Jill's paralleling Billy. Um, instead of Stu's house, we're in Kirby's house this time. Like, there's so many parallels from like, oh no, scenes and, from the first in the from original Scream in yeah. Scream Four, and that was done on purpose because it's making fun of the fact that you know horror franchises are regurgitating old old lines to you know bring in new viewers, and you know here we well, are. We're gonna say it's a reboot, but it's actually Scream Four. It's the fourth movie in the series, right. and, this, and it continues. No, and even the Kirby scene, there's the the trivia uh, part mm-hmm. of Ghostface, which I, I forgot what the love. I forgot what he Shh. asked. He asked her. He asked about reboots, though. It was a question about reboots, I think. No, oh uh, God, what was? It? It's the one where she starts shooting off questions. He, she starts shooting off names, and I think it's she fucks I, up on. Uh, it's not her that fucks up on. No, on who is the killer in Friday the Thirteenth? That's no, that's Drew Barrymore. Barrymore. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, God, I can't remember the questions that she. I was think it asked. was a reboot question. It was. Oh, it was. Oh shit! Oh, she oh. she starts naming off all the reboots that came out prior to that movie. All right, let me see. I just pulled. I just pulled it up. One ah, name the remake of the groundbreaking horror movie in which the vill, and then she cuts him off. He oh, yeah, never she, gets he, to finish the, the question, and she just starts spewing out uh, all these horror movies. Dude, I wonder what. I wonder what the. the right, I wonder what the question was. Which exactly? Um, and that's something I don't think we'll ever know. And it was just scream one. If it is out there in the world <laughs> and people who are watching right now or you're listening to the podcast tomorrow, if you know of a source that knows what the original question that at Kirby was asked, send it to us because I really want to know because she just like, you know, I feel like that was a dumb thing on her on her uh, part because I get it. She was stressed and she wanted to save Charlie and all this kind of shit. But like, wait till the fucking question is 
uh, state it to you fully so you can respond with the correct answer? No, so probably, exactly. the, the answer probably would have been stab, though, right? Would have made sense because well, no, I don't think she said stab. She didn't. So, it, but we'll never know what the fucking question is. Stab wasn't remi- there was no remakes of stab in that. Yeah, movie, of the this movie. is a groundbreaking remake. Groundbreaking which remake. the villain and then blink blah blah blah. Um, I don't know, D- Dylan. You what you, what you got to say? What you got to share? With you? I liked it. You know, it was good. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I. You know, a lot of people said they really liked four, and I get it. Uh. I really like Rory, uh, Rory Culkin in it a lot. Um, it, Emma Roberts was fantastic, but I don't think that it could only have been her to play that part, but she was really good. Like the whole part where she goes to the hospital and she finds out Sydney's alive and she's like, Oh, thank God. And then, like when they leave, she's like fucking bitch and like has to get up and like go fucking like kill <laughs> Sydney again. She's like, I just want to get paid. Die? Like I just want to yeah. get fucking paid. And it's like, she's does play, a character like that very 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 well very well no yeah. i agree and i and i agree i don't think i could say that emma roberts was the only person for this role um because i could see like dakota fanning doing a good job in this yeah. role. Or, um fuck even um what's her name in the opening sequence christian um bell Kristen bell Kristen bell yeah done, i mean she's well, a little bit older even allison brie i think because they're all really strong actresses yeah um I just I agree with the fact that she's Emma is really good at switching and it makes it more. Well, it was cool to see that they'd made because she was a main character. Yeah. And the friend she's introduced as like in remake terms, she would be the Sydney Prescott of the group. Yeah. And that the twist that she is the killer. That's such a fucking bold, cool twist that no one really see. I didn't again. I didn't when I saw this movie first time, I said, oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I didn't guess that at all. Yeah. No, they did a really good job. And I love, I think one of my favorite quotes of the whole movie is at the end when Sydney is about to do the final kill for to Jill, because you might remember she fucking electrocutes Jill and that's still not enough. She's got to put a bullet in her brain. Yeah. Uh, but Sydney says, you got You forgot the first rule of remakes, Jill. Don't fuck with the original. And I feel like that's so true. Yeah. Uh, when it comes to remakes, because I I do believe that the original movies are the ones that are the foundational root, you know, basis for all these movies to be where they are today. Right. And no. I don't think and, you, you should fuck with the original and remake the original movie in your own, you know, vision when, you know, no, it's fantastic. Yeah. They, some of them are dated and, Right, um, but the but thing when cares? it comes to when it comes to original, you know, because original uh, movie such as the ones that got remaked, like the Friday the the Friday Thirteenth, the Nightmare on Elm Street, those movies didn't think or know they were going to turn to these big, uh, big house uh, exactly. franchises, especially when we're talking about uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. That was like the movie that saved New Line Cinema, <laughs> but. You know, like, and then there's remakes that come out, and like, that's the, the only reason that they're coming out is because it's safe. Mm-hmm. It's already built in audience IP, and like, you know, you're gonna make some type of money with just the name itself. Even if it's not like a blockbuster success, I mean, all of us went and saw, I bet, in theaters, the Friday the Thirteenth remake. Oh yeah, which isn't bad. Nightmare no, on Elm Street. No, which is not a bad one. I think it's it's decent. Yeah. Um, 
I mean, they did. The Nightmare on Elm Street one is, nah, whatever. Mm, yeah, that one's bad. The, Yikes. The, there's yeah. cool. I, I I don't hate it completely. I don't like his. I, I like what they did in that movie. I don't like Freddy himself, but. Like, no, Freddy, the character design is awful. Yeah. It's like, guys, you had such, such he good had one material job. to pull from. We literally right had there, one fucking job. And you, you fucking said, nah. And we're going to do our own. Thing. Well, that just shows you no one can play that role besides Robert England. Exactly. And I feel like they should have just got Robert England. But that actor, I don't think... that actor that they did get is a very good actor. No, no he, he is. He's very he is, underrated. He Rorschach, he's, yeah, but, he's yeah. super underrated. He's Rorschach. He's in Shutter Island. Uh, no, he's, he's fantastic. Yeah. It, it's just like the best part of Freddy and the fun part of Freddy is that he's playful. This one took it like real dark, real serious. And I feel it's like that seriously. was the vibe back then. They were trying to like, we're going to do these movies, but we're going to make them more serious. Right. right which um, goes back to what, you know, Sydney said, like, don't fuck with the original. Like, if it works, exactly. it fucking works. Yeah, yeah because you know, like Friday is a little bit more serious than the 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 latter of them all. Um and I, I can I, I love Scream 4. I think it's yeah. a fun movie. I think it was to think that 11 years after the Scream 3 release that Wes Craven could come out, direct this movie, get back with his, his old writing partner and come up with something that was this good um, is astonishing. And it sucks that this is one of the last projects that he worked on before he passed away. Um, yeah. It and, was his last one. Yep. And I think that um, though I enjoyed watching Scream Five, and I, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to say I was begging for if it's a new, a new Scream movie, um, but I, you know, I went and saw it, and I, I liked it. I felt, I feel like the biggest setback for Scream Five, um, and this is where I think we're, we can jump real quick, George. I'll say this, and you can do your your rating, unless anyone else has anything else to add to Scream Four. Is I think Scream Five where it suffers substantially is that Wes Craven was not a part of the directorial team. Um, and because 100%. it doesn't feel like a Wes Craven film. No, and he, also, ha- he, he has like a pacing thing that he like, yeah, does so he really well, does. not only just with screen, but with his nightmare on Elm Street his, and his other movies, his he knows how to are like nothing. Like they're like, no, they're like 90 pages. If that they're, which they're they should super be thin. No. Cause even if it's a long movie by Wes, uh, Wes Craven, it flows like it's a fucking like 90 minute comedy, you know? Yeah. And for it, me, it, and for mm-hmm. me, uh, Scream 4 does what the movies they talk about, the reboots and whatnot. They do that extremely well, probably better than a lot of people realize because I say this Texas Chainsaw, Halloween, Nightmare on Elm Street, Friday the 13th, all low budget movies they were you know they filmed these movies by the skin of their teeth and they said right. let's just have fun and it's not meant to be funny but with the with the limitations they had it, you know by today's standards it's hilarious so these movies need a reboot because now that it's got clout and a studio knows it will make money and now with better effects and you know easier ways to get things these movies can now be you know sometimes directed or with the original director as a producer, um, they'll make a new Friday the 13th, a new Texas chainsaw. That's a reboot 
because now it's got the money and the backing to be taken seriously because they know yeah. what they right. have now. And that, that right they, there ruins the magic of what the movie, well, why we love these franchises. These, to begin yes, with. because, was because it, it was like, well, it's pure a skill. In a bottle, in it's a pure sense. skill. Yeah. It's pure skill. I mean, Sam it's Raimi with what he did with Evil Dead is he led to is, is miraculous <laughs> and i mean john carpenter same thing oh yeah the the, the the what the the stretches and budget and ideas and i mean the fucking mask i mean even wes craven would think about the scenes of the original nightmare on elm street for me I mean, when freddie's walking down the alleyway and the arms extend for, and just drag like well for for me come on Ghostface is obviously an iconic mask but the original mask of slashers the 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 Michael Myers mask is so simplistically a cheap fucking Captain Kirk mask, bright painted white. <laughs> and that is, and that, that Let's cheap, go. that cheap fucking mask has spawned something otherworldly, other, otherworldly. And it just, and, and though, and that's why we love those movies, but I'm sure they would, the, some of them wish that they had the ability to make something that could be taken more seriously. And and these darker, edgier reboots of today, one kind of curve themselves knowing what the current audience and the current climate of horror movies are. So they make them darker, grittier, gorier, uh, whatever. They cast well-known actors to play beloved characters and that stuff so you could see different versions of it. But usually right. everything's got a hardened, more serious edge. And for yeah. Scream 4, definitely, because I'm sure when Scream 1 was being made, they had no clue where it was going to go. No clue. No, yeah. Absolutely no, no even, clue. Even... Even though it had the studio to back them up and a well-known director like Wes Craven, who wasn't doing great movies before he did right. came back and did Scream. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Scream. It still had some type of legs, but they didn't know it was going to go this far as like what right. it has done. One, bring back slashers to the genre. Right. So yeah. time look, before what, look what it did to the 2000s. <laughs> right. Yeah. So they made the but, commentary you know, on reboot. Slashers weren't taken because of how big these uh, franchises have became. With Freddy, Freddy movies coming out every year. It, oh, yeah. It oversaturated the fucking genre to where like slashes were dead. Yeah. Horror movies weren't even like whatever. And then Scream came out and just kind of like set back this new uh, era for slashes and horror. Yeah. Which was this meta, we very self aware type of horror movies. And it, do and it does. And those it gave, movies. It gave uh, yeah. Kevin Williams a fucking job. After Scream, he did uh, The Faculty. He wrote. Uh, Fun film. <laughs> he, he wrote. Um, I know what you did last summer. Just yep. all these movies, you know, gave Not only like, that. Um, gave a whole career. <laughs> something that I, why, why we're talking about this that I pulled up um, was that in a, since the Scream 5 release, Kevin came and did an interview. And apparently the original written opening for screen four was a extended 15 minute fight scene between Ghostface and Cindy Prescott, um, where they literally like she fights for her life. She's stabbing the killer, the killer stabbing her. And the surprise is that she's alive. Like they cut scene. Apparently he said in that, in that sequence, they cut it and you just think they both dead. They're both dead. But then it opens up the screen for post credit or post title scenes, and she's actually alive. Which I fucking love that. Was I would that love this filmed, or was it just like scratched? He said the scene wouldn't. No, it was filmed because the scene would have flipped the script on the franchise. 
And that's, and then that means it would have done what movies at the time were doing as well. And that's post-credit scenes. Yeah. Well, no, this was the beginning. So it was doing what uh, Friday, the Friday 13th remake did. If you remember, it's almost like a Friday 13th movie for like the first 15 minutes. And then it spins off to new characters. Right. Oh, that's right. That's, I think that's what they were trying to do. Yeah. Because Nightmare on Elm Street does it too. The remake, it opens up with the, the original that, and then that guy having a dream at, and then he wakes up at the diner and then he dies. Yeah. And also but, um, Friday the 13th. Well, yeah, let's I, go ahead. Um, let's uh, George, go ahead and give us a rating for scream four. Oh shit. What was my rating last time? I don't even remember. I, no, I think it was a four or three and a half or a four. No, it was, it was, four, no, it was definitely a three and a half of what? Was it uh, lemon, oh. lemon, lemon cakes or whatever? It was, then we yeah, did lemon the lemon bars. bars. We lemon, lemon bars. bars. <laughs> All right. So three point five. I still don't lemon that, bars out of five. I think it's, it's a solid 3. four. Three point five four. It's 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 in the it's uh, yeah. yeah exactly just like that. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. So at this point, um, this is where we're gonna jump into screen five and do five cream you know, or five cream. Jesus Christ, Patrick. Um, and I'm not fucking movie. around with this. <laughs> they missed an opportunity. Fuck them. <laughs> they missed an opportunity when they didn't do full ghost face costume viewings of screen movies. I feel like that's how every screen oh, movie okay. should open is <laughs> like, like you get like, free ghost face attire to wear while watching the movie. Like in with, gl- with uh, glow in the dark on uh, <laughs> 100% glow in the dark knives. Yep. Yeah. Um, so let's sh- so like, again, if you haven't watched screen five and you're watching or you're listening to the show, you want to put a pause here and come back after watching the movie because we are going to do spoilers because it has been out for a while now. Um, uh, look at George with the fucking posters being on point. I know. You said you were going to fuck this up and you've been <laughs> hey, doing good, man. What's up? Sliding we're quietly, doing cool you new know? things, y'all. So do you guys remember the, the marketing was like the killers on this poster? Every yeah. fucking person on this fucking poster. <laughs> <laughs> every person um was so, it star wars is <laughs> what it feels like it feels like one of those you know I, I do have a complaint and we won't i won't take it long but movie posters do feel very similar lately oh yeah they're for major a lot of things feel industry. similar a, a lot of people are just playing it safe like yeah but because this this poster looks a lot like some you know Marvel Infinity looks like War Dune. Shit. Marvel <laughs> Star Wars yeah. Dune, Dune but Star um, Trek. Uh, I'll else? leave that for another time. So we got new Scream or Five Cream 2022. There we go. Good Since boy. the passing of Wes Craven, he's not a part of this uh, franchise. So the director is Matt Bentinelli Oakland and Tyler Gillett. Which I will writers. say, I I um, liked I liked Ready or Not. Yes, I did too. Ready or Not is fucking a great film. It is a really good film. It is pretty good. Um, The writers. And this is where I get upset. James Vanderbilt and Guy Busick. Why would you not pull Kevin into this film? He probably didn't want to. He's like, no. Maybe. And I'm wondering if they did broach the subject to him. And he said, no, I'm good. I don't want to do this. You know, I'm only comfortable working with Wes Craven. And they just kind of left it at that. He's like, you guys are still making scream movies. Yeah, <laughs> Jesus, not another scream movie. Because I feel like he's like, I don't know who the fuck the killer would be. I, I feel like the movie would have been. I got nothing. 
I got writer's block. I think it would have been better if he was a part of it. If he written, if he he had done the screenplay. Well, it is well. Okay, so critically, this movie did do well. This movie has like what a seventy something on Rotten Tomatoes. But but if we're going by my measurement, if Kevin if Kevin Williams is not on board, it's not a good screen movie. Yeah, because we have Scream three to compare to. I mean, unfortunately, that's like he wasn't a part of that film. It's not the best screen movie there is. So by default, this one can't be better than anything that he's written that he's been a part of prior. I yeah, think. No, I'm not hating on this movie completely. I there's stuff I like about it. It's got a 78 in Rotten Tomatoes it, it, and a 60 it, but, on Metacritic. But it's a commentary on people like me, who is a fa- <laughs> a toxic fan of the franchise, <laughs> and it it triggered me. It got I'm like, oh oh, we're we're fighting now. <laughs> <laughs> we're fucking fighting. Um, because it's only it's I only have passion. With passion is love. <laughs> Every single one of us were called out at least once in Scream Five. I'm oh, one hundred percent. Those one hundred percent. There was a time in that fucking movie where you're like, oh, some bitch, they got me. <laughs> they got him. I mean, I will say that I love that the opening sequence of this film. I thought it 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 brought back like it, it gave me it set the tone for the movie for me. Um, it showed me what kind of ghost face we're going to get. Yeah. And it's another fucking just absolute beast of a, a serial killer that we're, we're getting or a slasher. Um, I mean, when he fucking like curb stomps the fucking ankle bone, I was like, holy shit. <laughs> I was like, we've never seen this. We've never seen ghost face break someone's bones before. He's always gutting people. Like to show the brute force, like it's just it was so cool to see something a little bit different um, for the killer to do. And I, I, I just thought that the intro was really good, right? Did- which is and which is not kill your uh, first victim in the movie. Exactly that your victim is playing a big part in throughout this whole uh, this th- throughout the whole movie. Yeah, and a lot of the reasons this happened brings a lot of the plot to the movie and the plan to work. I also love that this movie is still so new that the storyline is like still fresh. Um, there are 299 uh, plot storylines that have been written, but the one that IMDb has chose is 25 years after the original series of murders in Woodsboro, a new ghost face emerges and Sidney Prescott must return to uncover the truth, which as we all know, isn't really the f- no, but you know what they're doing. The movie. You know what they're doing. <laughs> they're doing exactly what these re- these requels re- are doing, which is discounting the other movies in between and just from the first to the second, you know, or the first to the whatever movies coming out now, which is why it's just called Scream, not Five Cream. Wait a minute. No, hold on. What? Hold on. I just found something on a plot hole that Uh-oh. is gonna just. Dylan's about to fucking like be like, see, see. What's the um, plot hole? I I eagerly await this yeah. <laughs> little tidbit of <laughs> affirmation. Sam <laughs> could not have been Billy's daughter. It states she was thirteen when she found out about the her birth father, and Tara was eight. When Sam was eighteen years old, she left Woodsboro and returned five years later when she was twenty three. Billy died twenty five years ago. If Sam were conceived shortly before Billy's death, almost exactly 25 years before the events of this film, she would likely be 24. In this case, it's likely that Sam found out about her birth father at 13 
it, when she was about to turn 14, making her and her sister actually six years apart in age, with Sam actually coming home approximately six years after leaving. This timeline is not impossible by any means, is what this person wrote. Um, hey, um, that, Fuck you, five we, Hey, hey, can, I, can I say something, please? Hole. Can I say something, please? Go no. ahead. Was Bitch, I was right. Oh <laughs> <laughs> my god, he did it! I did it, ladies and gentlemen. In the nick of time, <laughs> as I hold my glorious child in my lap, I present to you. Feels good to be right. <laughs> feels good. <laughs> Something didn't feel right about that. <laughs> now, me and Pat feel very vindicated right about now because we oh, made yeah, a we point. <laughs> good. I fucking good. I'm glad. I'm glad this movie has the biggest plot hole. And then that there's can, a that you can have in a. And fucking then there's movie. a factual error. So after being shot up close several times, whoever the person was behind the mask would have had possible broken ribs and maybe even needed to have a hospital stay to check for internal organ damage, depending where the bullets hit. What would do we shot? Uh, yeah. No, up okay. close. Remember he shot her up. He, yeah. Vests available to the average person are not that good at stopping damage to the body. Just stopping the bullet from penetrating. the body. <laughs> All right. You know, in three, they introduced that Ghostface might potentially could be wearing a bulletproof vest. Hallie doubt that this is the case for this for this ghost. Yeah. With that said, also they're they're teenagers, so like how would they have gotten that? One's a teenager. Amazon. Oh, Come one's on a teenager, now. one's a little bit older. We're not clear on who's who does who or who does what in this movie. Yeah. I know I think I've read some article that said Amber was the one that was the girl or was the the one that got to uh Tara. Right to Randy. Huh? Well, wait, Randy was the one who got the Terra. So what the fuck? Oh, wait, hold on. I'm Amanda. Amanda. The the Amanda is the killer, which this is right. why one of my main things. And again, my my opinions change uh, a little bit more every time because when I sit and think about the film um, or whenever you talk more to and more about it or I talk to you and Dylan about it, you guys just like <laughs> open like you're like, no, no, no. Fuck you. Scream nerd. Listen to the clarity <laughs> in our voices as we rip apart your joy for the world. Um, <laughs> I, I, I hate, well, I mean, I knew this, but I hate how easy it was to guess. Um, Very easy. I, I knew immediately once I saw uh, the girl, Amber, I knew that she was the killer because of the unnecessary hostility she has towards Sam. Like, I get it. You had, you know, she left Tara and that's, you know, that's bad for Tara. Right. Um, and well, I guess I like you felt the need to step in as a big sister. But I'm I mean, also I'm also at that. a point. I'm also at a point where member barriers is not going to make a movie great for me. Yeah. I'm sorry. The fact that this makes so much callbacks to the first one. And I, you know what? I just got done watch before this watching fucking The Matrix and all that shit. I'm gonna, I'm gonna fucking say it. What? I'm gonna fucking say it. This fucking movie, is just what? the fucking Force Awakens. Oh yeah. my god! No, exactly. Here we go. Star Wars. It's Here just we Force go. Awakens. Exactly. It, it is. He's not it wrong. Is. They just bring everybody. He's really back. not. Yo, they if bring you're everybody listening, back. 
they give you like their own little fucking little send off. This movie, this movie this was person, okay. They're old now. Here they go. Bye bye. Okay, everybody mourn. Okay, moving on. They had nothing to do with this movie whatsoever. But no, this movie wasn't written by writers. This movie was written by a council. <laughs> they said, "What what sells?" They went on Twitter and went, "All right, all right. What characters does Twitter like?" Okay, uh, all right, all right. So these characters, we're gonna bring them back. We're gonna kill them off, and then everyone's gonna be happy. Good, but good. also, <laughs> what character you guys want to come back? And everyone said, "Billy Billy <laughs> Loomis, Kirby as a force ghost, <laughs> as a force ghost." No, he I does want exactly sexy what a force Billy ghost Loomis. Does. Listen, listen, you got. You got everyone that's watching. Who's the force? <laughs> Listen, think about it real quick. George is not wrong. If you've seen Scream Five, it is Star Wars Episode Seven: The Force Awakens, directed by yeah, what's this fucking J. Abrams? You you remember in Force DJ Awakens when, when they're like, yeah, <laughs> oh that old dirty ship, yeah, it's whatever, and then it it pans out and it's the Millennium Falcon. Yeah, this movie does the same shit with fucking Dewey's uh, house. With uh, Stu's house, they said, "Oh, this, oh, this house that we're partying at." <laughs> Pan back. Oh, it's it's Stu's house. <laughs> oh no! How do we end up Again, here? So part of me is like, "Hell yeah, scream movie!" I'm excited. Um, <laughs> Dewey you know, and I'm- Gale are Han and Chewbacca. <laughs> 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 God damn it! <laughs> um. They die. Yeah, Dewey dies the same way as Han Solo. They got us. He does. He fucking does. does. Yeah, they both get stabbed. They got us, y'all. <laughs> they, they got us. They literally just made Star so Wars. They made said, Star Wars again and gave it a screen five. filter. <laughs> That's all. Pollu- polluted temples. They they use they weaponize. You don't bring you don't bring uh Sydney in this movie, but <laughs> there's a map that they tells bring you where Christian it, Hayden in. They. <laughs> There's a map that tells you where Sidney Prescott's been. I'm telling y'all, this is this, this movie, just like Halloween Kills, is the perfect example of Hollywood weaponizing your nostalgia against you to make to make subpar products that you will undoubtedly go see because they know that Scream fans will say, "Well, it's a Scream movie," <laughs> and it's no, like it's built in. It's I'm built into the experience know. to go see it in a theater. If you don't see it in a the theater, then you didn't really see it. And it's like, oh, exactly. so they're weaponizing <laughs> FOMO. They're weaponizing your nostalgia. Don't oh, give in. FOMO. Don't give in. <laughs> don't give in. Don't give in. Um, no, and that's why I don't understand, like, all these critics giving it praise. I'm like, did we watch the same fucking movie? Like, I, okay, I didn't hate this fucking movie, but it's not, it's not, I was expecting a lot. I, I'll give it that. I wanted, I wanted Stu to come back. That would have yeah. been a, that would have been. That is what I think they fucked up on. I really think they should have brought Stu back. Like that, it, it was there. It was it was already a thing talked about how like it was a in a script of a movie they were or bring if, Stu back. If, if you want to bring some nuance to the fucking franchise, my this is an idea I had to be all different. You, the perspective is that you are the that you are seeing what the killer is doing. By the beginning of the movie, you know who the killer is. You know, yeah. and you're following the killer. As it plans on these kills. Done. And if you want to bring some nuance to this fucking franchise, make the killer the main character. If it doesn't yeah. go to space, I won't watch it. Or give us chrome, <laughs> give us chrome mask. Leave which us, which is two. Fuck. Or Matthew Lillard. They yes. brought Matthew Lillard in so he can be chrome faced, uh, ghost face. 
that has a fucking flamethrower. Like um, Jason X. Like that's, Jason all we, X. That, that's all we want. I wonder if the, I wonder if the flamethrower I wonder if the flamethrower was a hint to the girl that was in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood being the killer because she got because in that movie she played a psychopath and uh Got burnt alive with a flamethrower from Leonardo DiCaprio. So I wonder if that's a little. She also insight. gets burned in this movie, though. Yeah. Yeah, she also gets burned in this movie, and that was one of the reasons. That's the thing I brought up about Emma. Uh, what's Emma? What now? Roberts. Emma Roberts. Okay, I started to say Emma Stone for a minute. Um, th- the fact that <laughs> we don't know, we didn't know Emma Roberts as that type of actress then, so it benefited the story. Yeah. We. If anybody who's seen Once Upon a Time in Hollywood watches Scream Five and they re- and they remember her role where she was just a fucking Manson family hippie down psychopath type crazy crazy woman, so it's like okay, I've the only other thing I've seen her in she was a psychopath murderer. So one would assume okay. that she would be the murderer, and then yes, at the beginning where she goes you could see the resentment that her sister's back in town. And now all of a sudden she's out of the picture, but they didn't even play it up to a jealousy thing. It's yeah. just it like, uh, is like, it's like, I should be her sister, not you. You left her. I love her and blah, blah, blah. Like there could have been so much more to that. And there just fucking wasn't. And I also find the other killer to be just arbitrarily fucking, uh what's the word i'm looking for uh obvious that's the word i'm oh, looking yeah. for because, I, I really yeah. wanted it to not when dewey said that line like always oh, always looking it's always a love interest i thought it was just going to be screams casual way of like haha this is true but it's not going to be true in this movie no and then it ended up being true the thing is is like okay for the original billy had the had the motive right right yes Stu didn't really stewie didn't Stu didn't really have a powerful motive he did say on the phone that it was peer pressure what the fuck ever. So that def- by that default is only we only need one good motive by the two killers. There's no real motive here. There's no real motive by both of them. Besides one just wants to make wants there to finally be a good stab movie. Yeah, because okay. I mean, this movie does do good job. It does a good job of bringing in another Randy character by introducing us to his nephews because um, in screen we were introduced. We're introduced to Randy's sister uh, very shortly. Um, and she does make that uh, reappearance in this movie with having two twins and Mandy um, is very much the Randy of hence the name um, of this unit of this new franchise. And, you know, I like her. She does a great job being uh, a Randy character right. uh, and especially in the scene at the house when she's going over all the rules about how this is a requel um, mm-hmm. uh, because, you know, this, the, you know, this, toxic fan is upset with how stab eight was and they want to reboot the whole f- they want to reboot the franchise from the events of screen four type of oh, shit. you know what would have been a better fu- <clears throat> west making west. West killer not oh yeah that would have been fun not you know i can't think of a fucking motive why he would do it but you know he is called west because of west mm, yeah he has, the sheriff's uh, son undying an, a very unhealthy love forced to him so i could see that there oh he does doesn't he yeah yeah, yeah. so they go. don't do anything like that either 100 more billy loomis lined uh like a, um, a but also be more uh on born on the nose of like okay his name is west 
And he, if he killed one of the le- like legacy characters, either if it was Sydney or Dewey, like, yeah, kill- I'm gonna kill this franchise by killing one of the legacy characters. Yeah. That to me would have been a be- way better reveal than what they gave us. I'm yeah. sorry. The like, other fucking person was just. It, it was so fucking obvious. I mean, Dewey said, yeah, no, always exactly. check the love interest. And it's like, he was too obvious. Like, hey, uh, I, I've never seen the stab movie. So this, you want to talk to this one? She's the expert because boy, howdy. I, this, I've this never is, seen him. <laughs> and it's just like, yeah, okay, oh, really? Sense. You've never seen him? Like, hey, did I mention? Uh, I've never seen him. So I don't know what's happening. Just so we know. I've never seen him. And then he's like, <laughs> right. ha, 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 I have seen him. And it's like, yeah, dude, we know. It's like, it's, it's the like, thing is, is like, it's this like a cop. He's like a cop trying to buy pot at a party. Like, right. like, where's the, <laughs> he walks in with like a skateboard and he's like, where's the, what's the buzz? Cause, and they're like, get out of here, you fucking narc. And it's like, yeah, he's like a shitty undercover cop. And it just makes it fucking awful. And like, not to mention that actor, as far as I know, plays the same character in the boys. He does. So exactly. it's, just, it's white yep. man. Perfect for the boys. <laughs> it's white man. Perfect. <laughs> Something Quaid. What's, what's his, Rain, name? Uh, Rain, his name is Randy. Dave. It's not, it's Randy, not Randy Quaid. Quaid. Jack Quaid. Jack, Jack Quaid. Quaid. Yeah. Jack no, Quaid. And the thing is, is like this movie's way more concerned on playing tribute and being more on the nostalgia thing than actually making a good. Uh, yeah. Mo- a movie. Good story. I didn't. Which, I didn't see Sidney Prescott or Gail Weathers being necessary. Um, I did. This is the worst iteration of the Gale Dewey dynamic that there that there is in any of the movies because it's like they don't fucking care until he's dead, and then it's yeah. too late. And I hate that because it shouldn't yeah, happen I, like even that. Even I feel like if Dewey left New York, like he did, because he, he you know he just wasn't cut out for him, and he thought he was a coward, and he left in the middle of the night. I still feel like him and Gale would still have conversations. I don't think. Right. That line in the movie is funny, though. She's like, you over a text. Yeah, that, that is hilarious. Because it would like, have been so good for him to do, to like, do something. He's just going to text her. It would have been good. Like, it would have been good for Dewey to finally be the hero. Save the day. Yeah. And then once it because the thing was, you know, Gail had aspirations and Dewey wouldn't leave. And I yeah. and if they would have played it up to Dewey just didn't feel right leaving and didn't want to say that to Gail to keep her scared and he let her go so she could live a life not scared and then he does something to save the day therefore he loses that phobia that he has and is able to go with Gail and leave Woodsboro and that would have been such a monumental metaphor for him finally breaking loose after four fucking movies and being like I can leave Woodsboro now because I know that the new, sh- oh, you know, they'll find a new sheriff and I can go, you know, I, I, I miss Gail. She's who I am yeah. now, not the town and not the history, but no, yeah. uh, they had to make an impact for the movie so that it would matter and screen fans would cry. So they kill him, and in a stupid way that I mean, doesn't make I a lot of sense. And died. I'm upset that well, you're, died, well, you're, but you're, but I, I, you I, have I attachment. You have attachment. Sorry, Dylan. I just shed a tear. Yeah, you Sorry, have, Dylan, but you have you attachment, so it makes sense. Yeah, yeah, because it's sad. He's a, he's a lovable oaf, doofus. <laughs> we love him the same reason Gale loves him, and yeah, but he died making a rookie mistake. <laughs> yeah, a dumb rookie mistake where it's like you have a gun, dog. Just say, hey, stay right there. Don't even close the door. Let me reload this gun. And just do a couple of. Let me unload the clip from Not here. You, he really didn't have to fucking go back and shoot in the head. She's in the hospital. Just call the cops and fucking Yeah, let them fucking deal with it. <laughs> yeah, let Don't them fucking deal with it. Scream 4 where she knocks him out and then walks away from him 
leaves in the background so we can she doesn't have her her eyes on him anymore right. how do you come to Keep that a conclusion? gun drawn on him how do you come to the conclusion oh yeah i gotta shoot him in the head right when you're about to leave i'll be like you know what okay dewey's I been just in this shit for so long he knows that he yeah. knows or, that or we or, needed a moment as fans that we needed to have that fucking that's moment. That's why oh, that's why this movie fucking irritates me because it it it, it is just a it's just a fucking fan service. His death is fan yeah, service, and that's the worst. That's the that is to me the most disrespectful death what, that a franchise I, can I'm give a character. You guys is thinking because I, I <laughs> sorry, I'm serious. It's we're corrupted. Okay, we corrupted you, Mike. Yeah, for years, I the fears I had of Scream Four. After 11 years of them not being in a screen movie, was that it was going to be like this movie, and here we are, 11 years after Scream Four, and my fears from back then are now resurging, and it's like they did this as a, like a, a service to the fans, which is not what we wanted. No one was, no one was asking for a new Scream movie. We don't want a fucking reboot of the first movie. We want something fresh and new, which is all the Scream movies. Even with the third one, has given us something fresh and new. Exactly. This movie did Which, not really do that. Well, you know, we weren't asking for a new screen movie, but I'll tell you who was. Uh, money grubbing producers and and oh, yeah. studios needing because more and more money. They knew because screen the screen TV series was successful. And there's a reason and, why and I've never seen it. Two seasons and like a like a movie. Sorry, three three seasons. seasons. Is it? Yeah, but the third season is only three episodes. It's like a mini movie almost. What? No, there's a third uh, season. If I'm not no, wrong, I'm, the, the, the third season with Tyga is not three episodes, I promise you. Yeah, there's a whole third season and then there's the movie. Yeah, they bring back, yeah, the yeah, third, season, third season, they bring back the original uh, ghost face mask. Listen, it's a whole new set of characters. But yeah, exactly. Yeah. Even the but, even even the TV series. Did a good I, job. Has justified itself of existing. This movie. One thing you, you take 10 years to make another screen movie. You kind of have to justify why you're making a screen movie. And for the, the conversation of recalls, yeah, you justified yourself. Play around with those ideas, not yeah, make fun so, of it, not make fun of it. And not, and again, not using fucking five cream. <laughs> yeah, there, it all reverts back. So, you know, what? another thing is I think that the reason why season three was so weird and different is because VH1 was the network it was aired on. Oh really? Because it, it had ten, it was it was MTV for the first two, which had total of twenty four episodes. I saw they did, that. I saw that shit on Netflix, so I don't. know. Yeah, and then they did the thir- they did season three, which is six episodes, which is a separate storyline from the first two seasons, right? I haven't seen I, this in forever, so I could be wrong. I wonder if we're the first podcast that kind of shits on this movie because <laughs> every every review I've heard on this I know movie, everyone's been like, "Oh, we love the Scream Five movie," yeah, okay. and like here we are. We're fucking raging because we fucking they, they should have brought Kevin Williamson into this shit. They should have gave him a big sack of money. Said, no, hey. but I also think we're we're the we're the toxic fans. Oh, we are one hundred percent. But we're I'm not. I'm not even. I'm not even a fan. Oh, yeah. that gives no, Dylan, a shit. Dylan Dowd, this equation. Yeah, you Dylan's can't. You can't be toxic if you never gave a shit to begin with. <laughs> you know. Like, <laughs> I mean that, and that's, that's true. That's Dylan the bottom line because Stone Cold man. said so. I'm just saying he's like, not toxic. He's problematic. <laughs> no, no. I, as, as, if I if if we made Mike kind of come around to our thinking, don't you think I'm being a little bit more than problematic? I might ha- I might be on to something. Oh no, you're it's not you're, problematic you're, you're, if it's true. We Stockholm syndrome him. <laughs> yeah, you now love us for coming for revealing this to you. 
Oh my god. But like um, you gotta think about it. There's okay, so scream scream is scream, scream will always be scream, ghost face will always be iconic in the most wonderful scream ways. There's there none of the scream movies are bad. There are some that are better than this others, one is. You can't sit there and tell me that like they're actually bad. They're yeah, this one is. This one's bad. Way. This one's real bad. <laughs> because because no, I've, I, because I, I I've, totally see, I've where, seen where coming from. I've seen what screen fans consider bad, and it ain't bad. This is bad. Like, yes, Scream Five is not. Yes, if anything, I've made I've list, made I I have pulled Mike away from Scream Five, and I've pulled him towards Scream Three. <laughs> The gravitational really pull did. is getting stronger yeah, and is starting to pull Mike towards Scream 3 and away from Scream 5. That's the plot said, twist wait, of the century. You said, really wait, is. wait, wait. No, no, no. There's there's always been a good movie. It's It's been right in front of your eyes, Mike. <laughs> this entire time. It's been this entire time. Oh, my God. But um, I mean, Dylan, Dylan, Dylan's the... <laughs> Dylan, Dylan's the friend zone friend that's like, I've always loved you. <laughs> I've been here this whole time. I'd never treat I'd never treat you like that. You just you just keep getting hurt. You just won't you won't accept what's good for you. <laughs> and it's, oh and, it's and it's I still know what you did last summer and screen three. That is what you need. <laughs> if you want to be happy, if you want to enjoy yourself, if you want to accept love from everything in the universe, you must accept that those two movies or better than you think. Thank <laughs> <laughs> you so much. It's, um, it's, been, it's been here the whole time. The whole time waiting for you. You just never saw it until I opened up your eyes. Uh, um, it's, the, it's the ending of 16 Candles. <laughs> God damn it. Um, uh, look, I know, Mike. Man, I mean... Look, Mike, in the book of your life, I just want to be in the acknowledgments. You know, that's it. <laughs> that's all, all I right. want to be for you. You're going to be a whole... 15 chapters. I don't oh, know hell. What you're talking about. Uh, yeah, that sounds all right. Yeah. Uh, the day I met Dylan. <laughs> <laughs> it's I was the just title. Just, it's just, uh. <laughs> I, was just, I was on a park bench. He came to the next to me. He said, Life's like a lot about chocolates. No, I went, I went to a bar and sat next to Pat, and I was like, you like the thing or something like that? I swear is that's probably oh, yeah. how that started. Or Pat when they came up to me was smoking a cigarette. You know how <laughs> if anybody knows Pat, they know how Pat always starts a conversation. It's one drag and he goes, Did you see a scream? <laughs> 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 and then you're just like, you're like, yeah, and you're like, What'd you think? What'd you <laughs> and then think? you tell him and he goes, That sucked. Let let you get on your whole book. I thought this was this this this. this. Yeah, I thought I'm I just I just sit there nodding my head. I'm like, "Mm -hmm, mm -hmm." no, no, it it was it was trash. It was trash. It was trash, (laughs) trash, trash. Sexy Billy Loomis couldn't save it. Sorry. It's like like everything you just praise it is the reason it's trash. (laughs) I came here. I come. I'm so glad we recorded this fucking episode. I'm so glad. Please tell me the ST card's in there. <laughs> oh, it is. It is. It's red. I found out that if it's not, if I hit record and it doesn't turn red, then that means there ain't nothing in there. <laughs> uh, it's like Ghostbusters. Light is green, things trap things? is clean. Oh, <laughs> oh we. Oh, okay. I'm not even going to. Don't even do it. Okay. I know uh, your thoughts. Oh, oh, I, I gave it two and a half Save stars. I gave it two and a half stars. Two and a half stars from Dylan. Mm-hmm. George, what do you read? The George, five? George, how many Billy Loomis Force Ghosts do you give this? <laughs> uh, three uh, sexy Billy Loomis fantasies out of three. I don't, yeah, five, did, what? Yeah. What did you? What did you give Scream Four? 
He gave I, it a four. What did you give Scream three? Three and a half to a four. Dude, because I'm, te- I'm telling you, look, this movie Listen, has George problems, really right? likes this film. Oh, uh, no, I did. I did not uh, say that at all, on any means whatsoever. I've just I have I've decided that for myself, I'm going to be a little like. Less like generous on like ratings and stuff like that. But at the same time, like Scream, the new Scream, it's not bad. It's not the greatest Scream movie we've ever gotten. No, but it, it was, was kind ma- of a waste of my time. But it wasn't terrible in its own. Like, I'm not going to be like, oh, you should I go can, see like, that. I I'm just going to be that. like, it's a waste of everybody's yeah. time. Because I would say okay. wait for it to come out on like streaming platforms if you haven't seen it yet and maybe watch it that way. I don't know if it warrants the hefty price of a you know $14, $15 ticket to the movies. Oh, for sure. Um, I think my- when I called Pat that night and I saw it, I think I was just writing on the high that it's a Scream movie. And I'm me as a Scream fan are just like, Scream! But now that I've no, you are, really you are, I've you, talked to Pat about it. I've talked to Dylan about it. I've read about it. I, I can, I can, I, I admit that it has a lot of flaws, and I do feel like now that it was purely made as like a uh, here you go instead of it being like an actual thoughtful film. I feel like I feel like people once it maybe if they listen to us and are open minded and go back and watch the movie, they'll realize that once the veil is lifted of nostalgia, you will see that these people have taken Things that you love and one by one, march them to the gallows to have their heads cut the fuck off. Because if you watch, if you don't watch Scream 5 and you just have Screams 1 through 4 in your brain, then guess what? Dewey's still alive as he should be. And Gail and Dewey are in love as they fucking should be. And for me, I feel like Scream 5 just ruins it. It puts a fucking giant wall, a gate in front of the momentum that the first four movies had because they still carry momentum. They're still popular movies to this day. And yeah. for me, it's just I I think I think they I think that Scream fans should be more upset. I think that you should you should ask more than just having them wheel out characters with nothing to do with the story. No, exactly. And yeah. and and you, for me, and I said it before. The numbers Council fucking movie. And and I said it before, and I'll say it again: to kill a to kill a franchise character like Dewey, without a purpose other than impact, is a the most shame shameful thing you can do to a beloved character of a franchise. No, because that's what they did to fucking Randy, and it's that's ruined. What they the did to Randy. Since. What they did to Han Solo. Exactly. The Force Awakens. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's it's very true. It's like because Kylo Ren doesn't. It's like because in the second movie, it's ruined because if Kylo Ren could have blew the ship up and killed his mother, then he actually could have that. That would have been the symbol. Like, okay, he killed both his parents. He's gone. You know, but no, they. Yeah, she she fucking force breathes in space and floats like Princess Peach to the fucking airship. It's fucking ridiculous, and this movie does the same thing, and that's why I consider this to be the fucking Last Jedi of Scream because Last Jedi is the worst fucking Star Wars movie ever, and this is the worst Scream movie ever. You heard it, and that's the bottom line. Because Stone Cold (laughs) fucking said so. Goodbye, everybody. (laughs) Whatever you just played, we didn't get to hear. So sorry. Yeah, you didn't hear it. No. Why not? I don't know. Oh, I, I know why. Work. Because I have to flip this switch. Oh, wow. <laughs> Love that. Yeah. Um, 
but I think that's really it. I think Dylan kind of hit. We all hit it on the the nail head there. I think I just really head butchered nail. that uh, fucking the, uh, saying. But what the fuck ever. Um, head of the. What is that fucking saying? Lola's pissed because she head fucking. On the head hates, of the she's head. not happy either. Um, she said, "Hurry yeah, the man, fuck I mean, up!" Yeah, I man. I I I thought I think this is fun. I think I hope you guys watching enjoyed. Uh, I look like I'm a force ghost myself because it's getting darker here now. Yeah, you're grainy, back. Boy. Um, the my I gotta get my ring light so it looks better. Um, but uh, maybe we'll do this in the future. We'll keep these live streams going if you guys like it or not, or maybe we'll pre-record us um, doing the podcast and just post the actual uh, video feed the following day so you guys can you know watch us talk about the movies. You guys are into that kind of shit. Um, well, yeah. Uh, check out the podcast or the video because uh, this stream, yeah. as soon as it ends, will be on our YouTube channel forever. Exactly. So. Um, with that, um, I mean, I wait don't a really fucking minute. To say. What? I was just kidding. Oh, okay. like, we're gonna be on YouTube. He's like, wait, we're gonna be on YouTube. Um, I don't think he has much. I'm quitting say. my job um, tomorrow. <laughs> Jesus, we're gonna make that money. Um, I think Dylan uh, next week is gonna be his pick, so we'll announce those as soon as he gives us the picks. Um, and I think that's all I'm gonna fucking say today. Uh, we like I said, check out our new theme song when when we actually. Uh, get that shit and we start playing it um but as always y'all stay weird i'm mike i'm pat i'm dylan i'm jorge until next time make sure you get your pb and j right up next to your inner thigh to keep it warm for optimal eating practices (laughs) jesus christ stay weird everybody